0: Hello, hello, happy Wednesday. Today we have an espresso shot episode where we are talking about gathering resources for first grade rhythm. My name is Victoria Bowler, and this is episode 41 of Elemental Conversations. If you happen to be new to the show, Espresso Shot episodes are just very short uh, conversations with a practical application of what we've been talking about in the full conversation. So today, we are going to apply some of these questions that we've been asking about the activity gathering process, and we will apply that to first grade and the concept of long and short or moving into the rhythm of the words. Here is one way we might organize resources for teaching first grade. This is called a concept plan. This means that within one single concept, uh, in this case, rhythm of the words or long and short, we are using this as kind of our brain dump of all of the ways, all of the strategies, all of the learning experiences, all of the doings of music that students are going to walk through in order to really understand this concept of long and short sounds this concept plan is going to have our main goals and the repertoire we're using and then the actual uh, musical activities students will do as well as our assessments so another way to think of this is a unit plan we are going to start if you'll recall in the last episode we talked about uh, having you know when you find your resource we are thinking about what do students need to know in order to actualize this activity? And then we also talked about where does this activity lead? In other words, after thinking through the question of alignment with our values and our students, we are going to think about overall Fit in the structure of the music program. So we'll start with a really secure knowledge of why we are teaching long and short sounds to begin with. There are absolutely many possible answers to this, but one very practical reason is that it's going to lead to a beat and a beat subdivision, or in our case for this kind of first grade land, quarter notes and eighth notes is how we could notate a beat and a beat subdivision. The concept of long and short has a place in the rhythmic sequence. In other words. Um, we know what this activity what this musical concept we know what it's leading towards we also know if we look behind us further back in the sequence that before we get too long and short our students need to have a really solid understanding and a solid skill set of steady beat so looking back we see steady beat looking forward we see quarter notes and eighth notes that helps us frame our decisions about what specific songs and activities we can bring in to the music classroom. And by the way, this question of previous knowledge, that is something that I have in my concept plan explicitly listed at the top of the page. So just to go through every single point of this while we're here at the top of the concept plan, I have the grade. So in this case, first grade, I have the element in this case, long and short or rhythm versus beat, excuse me, or rhythm. Uh, And then I have the dates that we are going to be working on this concept. And that comes from the scope and sequence. Or we could also think about the scope and sequence as the roadmap of the year. I have another section here that says previous knowledge. So what are the things that students need to know in order to do these activities? We've already discussed that is steady beat. And then I have a set of knowledge and skills. So what do we need students to know about long and short sounds in order for them to move forward? And what do we want them to be able to do do as far as a skill level with long and short. That's something like aurally identify the long and short sounds of the words or play the rhythm on cue or um, track the rhythm of the words or you know things, things like that, sing, play, move, read, write, improvise, arrange, compose, aurally identify if we wanted to just fire off some of these skills. And then we have some assessments. How are we going to know or how are we going to get a guess of where students are starting and how are we going to get a really solid uh, guess of where students are ending this concept exploration. So once we have this first page down of all of our musical hopes and dreams from, again, a very strictly musical perspective, then it's time to look for repertoire and activities. That happens after we've already kind of set our parameters around the big picture of student learning and student experiences in terms of what they're going to know and do and how they will show that to us. Let's take one example and just, you know, while we're here, I'll go through the songs that I have for first grade in long and short or the rhythm of the words. This is in, uh, like I said, this is in the planning binder for this year. And this is the concept plan that was uploaded mm, recently, maybe last month. The songs I have here are Apple tree as I was walking down the street. And just to clarify, we are using the walking down the street, down the street, down the street, the simple duple part, not the compound section. Um, I have BB Bumblebee. I have Injun Injun. I have Los Pollitos Dicen. I have Paula Palita. I have We Are Dancing in the Forest and then a section open for teacher choice. For that teacher choice section, something like Lead the Way from Raya and the Last Dragon or Everything is Awesome or When Can I See You Again from Owl City, uh, something like that where you are just going back and forth with rhythm patterns like an echo and then an improvisation activity, that is a great option for the teacher choice. And then while we're here talking about the teacher choice, I know this is a separate conversation for a separate time, but this teacher choice section is a great time for students to have their input on the repertoire that we're using. So I know that was a lot. Just to recap, we have our first page that sets out our intention, and then we have a lot of repertoire, in this case, a lot of repertoire that can serve the purpose of long and short sounds. Just as an example, let's look at Los Pogitos Dicen. There are, of course, so many variations of this melody, but the one we are using inside the planning binder is Los Pogitos Dicen Pio, pio, pio Cuando tienen hambre Cuando tienen frío so when students are uh, singing the song we can do some vocal exploration here and this is not related to long and short sounds it's more just a way to introduce the song but we can do some vocal exploration with piu 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 you know what do all of the little chicks say And then we'll share some background information about this being a, what we would consider to be a traditional Hispanic song, which means it is known and loved by many, many children across the Spanish speaking world, including places in the United States. And because of this, sometimes songs are mysteries to us and we're not really sure where exactly they came from, but we know that a lot of people love it. We'll also share the translation. Uh, The little chicks say pew, pew, pew when they are hungry and when they are cold. And then the mother chick is going, or the mother hen is going to come and give them some corn and it's all good. Uh, So we will have that background information. When we do this in connection to long and short, we can sing and step around the inside of what we'll call the chicken run. And then when the song is over, everybody freezes and they will echo what the little chicks say. So everybody is kind of walking around inside the middle of the circle while we sing the song. And then at the end of the song, everybody freezes and the teacher plays a four beat rhythm. So maybe it is. Echo that. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Echo that and sing it again, los pollitos dicen, pio, 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 etc. And then eventually students are going to improvise their own response instead of clapping. So moving from echo to improvisation. A very simple next step from that would be for students to choose their favorite improvisation and with a partner, they would write it down with long and short icons. Okay, so there's one example about how some of these activities within the context of a song can serve our main curricular goal of uh, long and short or the rhythm of the words one of the things that i talked about in the previous podcast episode was about this idea of students having ownership over the musical material and kind of manipulating it and then handing it back to me and that is the assessment process so this is a convenient example of that where we have students improvising well we start with echoing and then we are improvising and then students are writing down their improvisations Another thing to point out here is in the castle uh, social awareness, mm, I don't know, set of criteria, one of the things that we talk about is recognizing community resources. Again, that goes under the category of social awareness. And in this song, the chicks are cold and hungry, and they have someone in their life who is going to come and give them food so that they are not hungry anymore. A nice segue from that song to this understanding of social awareness is to sit as a class and talk about who is an adult in your life who can give you support if you feel cold or hungry. So there it is. And we've talked about one application of this question of gathering resources. And we have one place where our ideas for teaching long and short, or the rhythm of the words, one place where those ideas are going to land. They happen within the context of repertoire. And that repertoire is serving our larger musical goal. And the larger musical goal is serving our values, our hopes and dreams for our students. This is one way to think about curriculum and curriculum planning, and in this case, curriculum curating, but I find it to be a nice streamlined approach so that every activity is very intentional and every activity is serving something else in the larger sequence. So there we have it. That is a little bit longer of an episode than I was hoping to do, but hopefully it kind of sets the scene for how all of these possibilities can come and live in one specific document that we can reference when it's time to actually pull things together and put them in lesson plans.